Hi, my name is Joshua Shaw, and I'm here to apply for GNC's newly opened CEO position. So if you listened to that introduction and was thinking, wait, GNC doesn't have a CEO, you might be surprised to hear that they do not. And that is because after GNC has officially emerged from bankruptcy and has a new owner in Harbin Pharmaceutical, they decided to not extend an offer to the previous CEO, Ken Martindale. And this wasn't really anything that hit the news wires and something that you probably would have skipped over. And that's mostly because it was buried in a SEC report, which I know most of you guys do not read for fun like I do. So with no CEO of the largest specialty retailer in the vitamins, minerals, and supplements category, I figured why not publicly apply for it? You might be thinking, wow, Josh, that's extremely brash for you to apply for this position. But you might be surprised to hear that this is actually the third time that I've publicly applied for the open CEO position since I started creating content specific to this category about five or six years ago. And if you are not familiar with the two previous pieces of content that I am talking about here when I did kind of apply for the open CEO position, I will make sure to add those links to the description of this content. But this current piece of content will follow a similar kind of structure to those two earlier ones where I'm really just gonna be focusing on my high level strategic vision for the turnaround of GNC. I do wanna note before we do get started that I am joking. I'm not publicly applying for the GNC CEO position. Though I know I can help them a ton, I'm not necessarily interested in the GNC position in this point of my career. But now that we got that obvious disclosure out of the way, let's get into my strategic strategic plan for the GNC turnaround. I do want to mention that since GNC has been mismanaged for honestly probably the last decade, um, this is going to be a multi-year approach. Maybe some of these things can't be done in the first day. And this plan really needs to be rooted in that the new ownership, Harbin Pharmaceutical, does have patience in my strategic vision and also me being able to execute on that vision. And ownership will need to grasp that we are gonna be hurting before we get better. So there's gonna be a level of subtraction before we can get back to addition because we have to strip this company down to its foundation, figure out where potential problems might be at that foundation before we can start stacking things on and have a strong structure to be able to handle some future growth plans. Wanna tackle just like what are the core problems that GNC is facing right now? Customer base hasn't grown too much over the last probably decade. There's been increased amount of competition in the category in terms of the dissemination of it with larger retailers. There's been a lack of internal innovation at GNC, poor execution of internal strategic plans, and inability to evolve with the swift landscape. It should be a wake-up call for change within GNC. So how do we fix these core problems? I believe you really just kind of focus on five keystone strategic initiatives. Anything more than that, you get a little bit confused. Everything needs to be aligned correctly with those keystone strategic initiatives. There's endless amount of strategies and tactics that need to kind of be aligned within there, but you need to focus on five. The idea that simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication, as you can kind of say, kind of fits the bill here. So I'm gonna be focusing on these five keystone strategic initiatives. First one, define exactly who GNC is today. 
Two, redefine the role GNC plays within the customer journey. Three, reimagine the frictionless retail experience. Four, put yourself out of business. Five, cut every bit of available fat. So let's dive into the first one. Define exactly who GNC is today. GNC's brand needs to be defined again so it can easily be understood what it is and what it isn't to customers. At the core, GNC is a specialty retailer, but if you think about GNC, there's nothing really special about it. So as a consumer, why would you shop with GNC? How could you even answer that question over some of the other substitutes or some of the other competitors in the market? You're gonna have a hard time answering that question. So GNC needs to be aware that they're not the only game in town. This product category has disseminated across a ton of different retail channels and those retail channels have matured their selection. How do you help consumers answer that question? Why are you gonna shop with GNC? And how are you gonna be able to answer that question day in and day out? I think the good thing about GNC is they have about a million of this like my GNC pro members, this paid loyalty program. So because of that, I would start with those 1 million members. Try to understand why do you feel like GNC is so special? Why do you continuously shop with us? And kind of create a base level understanding that you can build from. You're gonna probably find a lot of really great insights that you can build from. After that's determined, you really need to focus on consistency and clarity of the message to cement this identification in the consumer's mind. The goal should really be focused on demystifying the supplement category. It is still one of those categories that there's still a lot of resistance in the overall market. So you need to focus on simplifying that experience and enabling GNC customers to find the right products that they need to reach their goals. So kind of rolling into number two here is, how are we gonna redefine the role GNC plays within the customer's journey? When a consumer walks in the door at a GNC, they usually have an intent behind purchasing some item that's above the lowest level of like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs of that kind of physiological need at the bottom. GNC sells mostly supplements and everyone should but likely doesn't know that supplements are only a small fraction of the potential success within a bigger wellness and health journey. Consider this example. If a consumer walks in the door and says, hey, I'm looking for a fat burner because they're looking to manage their weight a little bit more, GNC employee sells them a fat burner, but if the customer goes home and changes nothing in their lifestyle, they have a very low probability of reaching that intent of purchase. And I can go example by example in a ton of different areas, but they all kind of get to that same problem is that supplements are a small fraction of the overall health and wellness journey of a consumer. Simply put, GNC can no longer survive as just a box that sells products. There's so much competition doing that same thing that it really provides no benefit of GNC. And if you look at this from the lens of like COVID-19, you'll actually see that they're getting a kind of peek into the future that's only selling products within a brick and mortar specialty retailing environment is not going to work. First kind of consumer behavior that happened with COVID-19 was that in-store shopping really moved to this like simplification behavior where consumers were looking to go to some larger retail channels that they knew was gonna have the items they needed in stock. They knew that 
It was gonna have the most amount of items that they needed on their shopping list. So it simplified the amount of trips they needed to take out. So they had a lower chance, hypothetically, of contracting the coronavirus. You also had a bunch of consumers that just kind of totally went away from in-store shopping and moved to digital channel. And then it was a matter of who was winning first product searches, which was Amazon in the category that GNC is selling and it was done in the form of non-branded search terms. Now, were either of those challenges insurmountable to GNC? No, we are in the middle of a health pandemic where consumers are frantically trying to figure out how can they do things that are preventative, they're trying to figure out information, and GNC is the biggest seller of a specialty category outside of like pharmaceuticals that could help consumers in this area. So it's hard for me to understand that they couldn't overcome the simplification of in-store shopping and digital migration. I mean, come on, man. Like this is really at the level of being embarrassing. To solve this problem, the in-store focus needs to be on realizing store level employees are the core to GNC success. We must commit to increasing their education and having more frequent and comprehensive product knowledge. Now, secondly, you have to realize even the best or most educated employees also need help. So things like a new customer relationship management system and technology tools need to be implemented so they can analyze not only individual customer data, but also the aggregate of all of the GNC customers that have similar patterns or sequences that potentially can provide a better solution for those customers when they're asking specific questions so they can better understand how to achieve their intent of their purchase. You also need to realize that the stores is no longer just a warehousing solution for your products. The legacy business model today, which has a customer being a large part of it where they come in to the store, they pick, they pack, they are also the last mile delivery driver of those goods. Every single day that diminishes. Consumers are no longer deciding to do that. They are not opting into that. They know that there's other solutions out there and GNC needs to understand that. So then stores will need to be part omni-channel warehousing solution, but also part what will bring in people to that store to make sure that store is a value accretive to GNC and not just an overpriced warehouse. So things to consider there, experiential type of add-ons, like live sampling of many of the product lines. There should be no reason why a consumer shouldn't be able to try most of those consumable goods that are at GNC before they purchase them to understand what they're gonna like and what they don't like. They should have access to body composition and other analytical tools that are geared towards their health and wellness journey. They should have on-demand expert level content that is surrounding some of those individual variables that make up that health, wellness, nutrition, and fitness journey be a higher level of success. So kind of like a Teladoc approach to a bunch of different kind of thought leadership modalities within that journey. Customers should have a ton of personalization when they do come into that door. Is that through iPads? Is that through information they're getting from the store associate? And it's important to realize that most of these can be scaled in some way to the digital experience. And thinking about this one step further, probably mobily, because about 70% of GNC's traffic to their site comes from a mobile device in which 
will likely increase because of the speeds of 5G coming out. So you're gonna to wanna to make sure that you can lock in these customers across the omni-channel experience and provide a better, more valuable experience than the massive endless shelf that Amazon provides. Now GNC is projecting a digital growth that kind of comprises, if we think about this as like a percentage of total revenue. 2019, about 8% of their revenue came from digital and they're projecting in 2021 to be 18.5%. I believe that's extremely light. I think they should be much higher than that. But the fact is GNC should and needs to be a bigger part of the customer's journey than simply providing solutionless products. Now moving into reimagining the frictionless retail experience. GNC has done a terrible job historically of championing any omni-channel technologies as a specialty retailer. You should be out in front of a lot of these larger retail channels because you can move much more nimbly. You know your customer better. Those customers should be somebody you know very well and know what they want and need. Yet, GNC has moved in the opposite way where they're only innovating to parity. As the large retailers have proven out these models over a year or two, they then add this, which doesn't help them at all. As I just mentioned, the legacy retail business model is becoming increasingly less valuable each day as consumers opt out of that experience. Instead, as a retailer, you need to have the mindset that places the consumer at the center of a flexible, almost like choose your own adventure style of retailing whenever, however he or she desires it. Why is this all important? Omnichannel shoppers have been proven to be more valuable per customer than somebody that shops on one single channel. So when we talk about omni-channel, maybe we move into like fulfillment to explain that a little bit, and that is reimagining the flow of traffic and products within the store. So hyper-local fulfillment, shipping it from the store level is something that needs to be done across all of GNC's store fleet. So some percentage of that square footage in those stores needs to be allocated to a micro shipping point. Now looking at it from a third party last mile on demand delivery aspect. So this is talking about Instacart, maybe DoorDash, maybe Shipped. You need to think about how are those drivers, how are those needing to pick these orders, how are they gonna be utilizing your store and can you make that efficient for them? And then finally with like click and collect or in-store or curbside pickup, how is your parking lots, how is your store layout to make sure that you can make that experience as frictionless as possible for the customer. Believe it or not, instant gratification has moved shipping windows from three to five days to two days to same day and now is at two hours. So. Though a supplement might not be considered like a fast moving consumer good, GNC needs to be conscious of that. A lot of like the beverages or the foods that the convenience generation is really kind of switching um, from some of the traditional supplements, those are considered something that is a fast moving consumer good, would be considered a food and beverage grocery item. So you have to take consideration in there and say, Maybe not all consumers need to have products within two hours from Instacart, but there is a subset of them that do. And if you're not providing them that service, they're gonna go and shop elsewhere. Additionally, customers want a personalized shopping experience today. This should guide their shopping experience, both offline and online. 
So the loyalty program needs to be the heartbeat of GNC. So the MyGNC program, this MyGNC program does make up about 80% of their sales overall, but I believe it needs a lot of work. That is something that would be a main focus because even the free program does not provide all that much perks, not all that much personalization, does not have the ability to be pulled and used in a way that makes sense. Just because somebody has a GNC number because it's free does not necessarily mean that you're utilizing that information throughout a true personalization strategy to really make that experience frictionless and really optimize it for the consumer's needs. Additionally, looking at the pro access uh, paid program, that one has a ton of potential, but also is missing the mark completely right now. Yes, a million people are subscribed to it. Kudos to them. I don't know how they got a million of them, but we need to add a ton more perks, a ton more value. So how do we create a ecosystem strategy with that, that mimics a Amazon Prime, Walmart Plus, but in a health and fitness way? Can we not offer those solutions to a customer that they want best so then they can get more value than $50 a year so they don't switch, so they don't go elsewhere for this category of product? We need to create stickiness and the loyalty program and the ability for us to collect a ton of customer information just really fuels the frictionless shopping experience, but also the role in which we play in the consumer's health and wellness journey. Diving into the fourth keystone strategic initiative, and this is put yourself out of business. The old adage is, if you don't consistently look to put yourself out of business, somebody else will. You wanna be the one that put yourself out of business. So what am I talking about here? And this is really gonna be done by leveraging the GNC brand awareness. First of all, through retail partnerships. So I don't have all that much capital to constantly be opening these stores. And I don't wanna have a ton of stores in my fleet. So because of that, I wanna create retail partnerships. I wanna have my merchandising in these other retailers and in different channels that maybe make sense for my specific products, my private labels. So I'm gonna be really focusing on the wholesale growth of GNC through retail partnerships, something they've already been doing, but something they can continuously extend. I wanna win the marketplaces. I understand that Amazon is not going away. I'm not gonna be able to beat Amazon. So I need to play their game. I need to create specific private label products that make sense for Amazon. Do I wanna put all my products on Amazon? No, I wanna create some exclusivity to the GNC experience. I wanna make sure that people are shopping from me because of a certain reason. GNC has not done a great way to differentiate them, especially from an online perspective. If you shop on gnc.com and then you shop on Amazon, it's the same type of shopping experience, but Amazon has better pricing, more selection, and is more convenient because you could add a ton of different categories together. So I'm gonna be building in a lot of that on those existing strategic initiatives. So I'm not all that scared to have some of my private label products on Amazon's marketplace. I know they're gonna be there. They're gonna get a considerable amount of eyeballs and I wanna win some of those eyeballs. So I'm gonna make sure that I hire the right people and understand how to strategize for Amazon. I'm not going to do what I've been doing now, which is honestly a terrible job. And then with international, I'm gonna be leveraging that brand awareness through a ton of different areas like creating higher amount of wholesale through some of these retail partnerships. My brand is a global brand at GNC, so why am I not offering those retail partnerships? Why am I not, as an example, stocking my GNC vitamins at 
Tesco in the UK. Those are available to me. I'm just not currently doing that. I'm working through some of my own retail locations. I'm working through some of my own partnerships through some of those distributors but I need to take some of those on myself. I also need to work on expanding some of my franchise agreements and partnerships in some of these areas that maybe have not done all that well, that has some upside. And I need to learn how to optimize a lot of those direct-to-consumer and marketplace channel strategies that I'm going to be also leveraging in the US. I need to take on that international footprint approach to the online piece because social media, direct-to-consumer, marketplaces, there's not really any borders. There's not really any walls. Those things are international, those are global. So I need to look at the GNC brand as a global brand. So my private label is something that I can continuously push across the whole world. And additionally, I need to be constantly looking at what technologies are next. How is commerce evolving? Is that social commerce? Is that commerce being done through messaging apps? Is that live streaming? Is that something that's linear commerce that's being done through influencers? What can I do if I'm not constantly evolving and I'm letting these other people put me out of business? That is not what I want to happen. I wanna be able to put myself out of business. And the last Keystone strategic initiative is around cutting all the available fat. Now, this is the not fun part of being a CEO. This is unfortunate. You have to cut people's jobs. You're gonna to have to make people's lives a little bit more difficult. But this is where I earn my paycheck. GNC needs to be optimized and right-sized to be profitable. And I think anybody should know that from top to bottom in the organization. If we start at looking top to bottom from the human capital side, so staffing, I'm gonna take the COVID-19 experience and really utilize that information that I learned or somebody in the organization has learned because I am applying now after the fact and learning what employees were the most resilient, the most gritty, the ones that were really taking on as much as possible to make sure that that GNC survived, that they treated this as their own business. Which employees were doing that? And those are the ones that are gonna be rewarded and the ones that are gonna have a better chance of success in my organization. Now on the flip side, if you are an employee that is blaming COVID-19 for whatever reason why you failed, we're gonna cut you real quick because I don't need somebody that's gonna be blaming external factors, especially ones that are really not anything that was an external threat at all. It really was a propellant for the supplement industry. This is the biggest growth in 20 years for the supplement industry and GNC failed to get any of that. So if you're blaming something like that, you have no understanding of what's going on in this industry and I don't need you around. So going along with that, I also am gonna create different organizational structures, different ways that people can be incentivized and progress in their career so they have some optionality and growth and make sure that GNC is a place where people wanna work and people know if they do work with us, there's gonna be a ton of opportunity for them because talent is important, but having the right talent is more important. So I wanna make sure that I keep my cost and only have A players in the organization. Now with like store optimization plan, you've heard about that a lot over the last year, year and a half of GNC. I think the last plans they put out, they said they'll have about 1400 locations when everything's done. I'm actually wanting to cut that down more. I'm gonna cut that down to 800 locations, so another 600. So you might be thinking, Josh, that's crazy, but I'm gonna do that because I'm gonna cut all the mall locations. I'm also gonna cut pretty much all Canada, except for maybe a few of them, I think because 
two thirds of them are not profitable or barely profitable anyway. So I'm gonna be cutting most of Canada, but sticking back into the US. I'm cutting that down because of all the other things I'm doing above with the omni-channel, frictionless retail experience and really focusing a lot more of my attention digitally. I don't need as many stores in my fleet to meet the demand within certain metro areas or markets. So I'd rather strip down further and build up a really strong base and foundation and then build from that. After I've proven out that model that I don't need as many, I'm gonna look and be opportunistic and see if I can add another 200 locations based around maybe some softness in the commercial market, maybe there's some really good locations that I can shift over to that maybe makes the need for another location on the other side of a metro area. I'm gonna be looking for those opportunities because I think if I build a strong base, I could build back from it. Now just like some things around like cost savings plan, I think these things are pretty obvious that needs to be done. Pricing and promotional effectiveness and agile category management, inventory efficiency, both at store level and at the distribution level, and just an overall reduction in the sales general and administrative cost. I would also look at private label, which I'm gonna be really utilizing as I mentioned before, but I'm gonna be looking at that as a simplification of private label. And that's mostly because I want to streamline everything. I think there's too much product. I think it's bloated for both international and domestic markets. I think GNC could really do well if they hard some of that down. They would get efficiencies in a bunch of different areas and the marketing costs they have to put out there for all the different product variants. Also just with their joint venture with International Vitamin Corporation to be savings from the manufacturing level and a ton of different cost efficiencies or resource efficiencies that would happen if we were to skew rationalize and optimize the private label portfolio. I wanna end this video on some final thoughts. Many of the things that GNC has consistently kind of blamed for their failures over the years are something that cannot be changed. They are macro external things that cannot be changed. Instead, they can only be adapted to, strategized against, so then they become an opportunity. What GNC can control is the omni-channel shopping experience they provide to customers. So it comes down to GNC defining why a customer is shopping with them and making sure that they are relentlessly reevaluating that every single day to meet the ever-changing customer demands. If a consumer is not able to answer the question, why am I shopping with GNC easily? We are gonna fail, we're gonna consistently fail. The same problems that GNC is struggling with is being solved by businesses around them. It's time for us to take personal responsibility and do the hard work internally to make this retailer great again. If you liked my strategic plan and maybe you work for GNC or maybe you're just a part of the industry and you wanna co-sign my strategic plan, feel free to share this around to anybody within the industry and I'd love to get people's feedback on this strategic plan.